0: I'm still reeling over the fact that neither of you have seen South
1: Park. I've seen South Park. I just don't. I just don't quote things a lot unless it's um, in songs. I feel like my
2: experience with childhood is very uh, warped. Things I had so much trauma that I just don't remember it. So maybe I did see it, but I can't fucking remember it. I might. I might have seen South Park. Would I remember? No. <laughs> I just feel old.
0: on Wednesdays we wear black I'm Sophie K here with Alex and Yasmin. We're back. We back. We back. And Yasmin, you chose the subject for this week's episode?
2: hell Yeah, I did. I was so excited. I'm so excited. I'm going to pee right now. Um I'm really excited. <laughs> Before you do, the uh, the topic you chose Oh, MySpace, baby, we're taking it back to 2010, raw XD in this bitch, I'm so ready. Don't mean (laughs) to be a nerd,
0: technically 2007. It is, I was going to say 2007
1: was the peak. Okay, okay. We
0: are going back, it was still around, anyway, 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 we are going back, (laughs) MySpace days, we are going to discuss it all through and our experiences of MySpace, I feel like this is my time to shine. Um, but I also feel like, like I have a purpose, but <laughs> my life is worth meaning. <laughs> I, what I don't understand, right. Is Yasmin, why
2: did you want to speak about my space? Were you even born when my space was around? Uh-huh. So I was, if it was 2007, I was eight. When Myspace Shit. was around. Oh. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Shit. I was eight. Like, I remember that time so vividly because I couldn't go on Myspace. And I couldn't engage with it. But that's all I saw the cool kids doing who were like 15. But, um, yeah, I just saw all these cool kids on Myspace. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to be like, yeah. Um, but by the time I got old enough, because in 2010, I was 11. Uh, it died and I just lived in the memory of it. And ever since then, I've been emo because I saw MySpace and I never got to experience it, which is truly the most emo thing ever. It's wanting something so badly and then never getting it. So you never experienced MySpace. And I feel like, because you're the one who introduced me to
0: the world of MySpace TikTok, because I'd been on what is called straight TikTok for ages, where it's it's just basically boys who look like they're in sixth form with blonde, floppy hair. And girls doing weird, awkward twerking. So I was on there for ages, thinking, okay, I'm just gonna swipe on animals, but not swipe. It's not Tinder. Oh God, if I to swipe on animals. got really weird, so They got really weird,
2: really fast. And I'm just gonna. We're gonna, just gonna get blocked by RSPCA at this point because of the sea life thing, because of the hamster thing. Please, we're gonna. I have not had sexual
0: relationships with my <laughs> new dog. Um, that was a bill clinton that was a bill clinton reference by the way in case anyone didn't public apology Um,
2: putting that to peter
0: (laughs) yeah so on tiktok this is a big thing isn't
2: it Oh yeah, so there's like a big nostalgia for MySpace and generally like the 2000s now. So like you know how there was 90s nostalgia, it's gone into the 2000s and everybody wants tramp stamps and low rising jeans and idolises Britney Spears. Tramp stamps. stamps are coming yes,
1: back. Tramp stamps are coming back. I really want to get one. Alex, do you uh, have one. Did you just I, cele- you just celebrated really hard do you have one? No, I don't know. No because I heard because I've got like the underboob tattoo thing. Apparently that oh. is the tramp stamp. So I'm quite happy that the old tramp stamp is coming back so now I don't technically have a new tramp stamp. She's going to get a pea omelet tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> so- Alex it's like it's like torture with Alex now every time you say p omelette I can see like a part of your soul die it just <laughs> dies like you see it in my eyes I just look so sad if we could it's... just have one episode without the p omelette I'd be so grateful Please. pushed
2: up into a little bit of a pea omelette that you threw out the window that's where your son is <laughs>
1: going to stop because I can see it it's like a flashback in my head and I just see it and I just feel myself like drunk and least it walking home with the pee oh stop it My space. carry on My space. My- Alex myspace were you on myspace yeah, but it was quite embarrassing. So I had no friends um, <laughs> at school. So I feel I... like you start a lot of your a lot of your minds <laughs> yeah. with that. So I had no friends. <laughs> I have no friends. Um so just let me off. So I used to be the weird kid that used to code people's MySpaces. Um, but my no. actual MySpace, I yeah, yeah. So I was the weird kid. I used to be really good at like coding and stuff. Now I I can't really I don't really know how to do well, it. Well we all I used became be the coders. Show.
0: Didn't we yeah. in MySpace Days you yeah.
1: you had to become a coder so for anyone who's listening
0: and wasn't on MySpace you could you could customize the the sleeve on the back of your MySpace page and so you could you'd
1: have to type in code find it type in all this code and it was actually quite complicated. Yeah really really complicated but I wasn't an emo then I was I was obsessed with like boy bands like McFly or when like JLS first started. So I used to code myself jls backgrounds there was jls music everything was jls i used to make like jls templates for people um wow it was pathetic so i was never like a really cool like here's the veil 303 kind of myspace person i I was pathetic but i used to do it for other people
0: yeah you see it's really interesting hearing both your experiences of myspace because alex you're only a few years older than yasmin myspace was a big era for me so i was on i was on myspace um i found out that somebody i was dating at the time was cheating on me through myspace <gasps> Fuck it. How did oh, ev- everything used to happen on myspace right it was people weren't as they had no idea of keeping things private like they do today so people would just have like public, in fact, people did this with Facebook when Facebook first came out. I don't know if you remember that, like people would literally have chats in their status. So you'd be like, hi, how's it going? Like, do you remember that on Facebook? But no, MySpace, um, I just saw in his, uh, in his, cause there was a feed of comments down the side and someone had commented, um, I was leaving your house at three o'clock in the morning or whatever it might be. <sighs> um, and I was like, "Oh," okay. <sighs> and he was, he, this is so embarrassing, right? One day, I will, and I hope he's not listening, but I will show you both a picture of this guy that I was totally into. Um, he was a guitar player, of course, and yeah, of course, and such a goth. Not there's anything wrong with being a goth, but like such a 20 2009 goth. Do you know what I mean? He had long black hair, super skinny. oh it sounds like my time (laughs) yeah he had long black coats Coats, it's always the coat and the black hair yeah and it was it was he looked very sinister looking very pale um and yeah I was totally into that back then
2: oh I love that there I love it I want that I want that so bad either that or like because this is why I wish I was in 2009. I want, like, the flippy-haired, like, scrawny little, little emo boys who look like they're dead inside, who haven't eaten in five days. I want one of them. Yeah, but <laughs> they're
1: just so unhinged. But remember when you used to fancy someone, you used to try and get in their top ten on yeah. space and people, top like, eight. you kept checking, and when you was booted out of someone's top ten, you knew it was top over. Is <laughs> it so top eight or top, top ten? Eight. Was it? Yeah, you had the top eight. Oh my gosh, I remember top that. I used to would cry. Have made more sense. Top yeah. eight, it was. I used to cry if someone I fancied took me out of their top eight. Ridiculous. Really? Yeah, I, I, know, I was I obsessed. Many
0: people, yeah, because you back then, right? You didn't have um a lot of people. Some people had loads of friends and were really popular and were influencers and whatnot, but the normal person probably didn't have as many followers. And I guess that was the birth of influencers. Being, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, right? That a lot of people, because I should be the authority on Myspace, but I feel like my experience of Myspace was kind of tarnished because nobody wanted to be my friend. And I can only put it down to the fact that I was brown.
2: I've noticed that a lot. I think the same patterns are repeating. I'm brown? Like t- no. <laughs> Oh my God, are you coming out with brown? I'm so proud of you. Um, always here for you, girly. No, <laughs> I got you, bestie. Um, no, but I noticed that on TikTok that like, Um, people don't really see me as alternative and don't consider me conventionally beautiful because I don't look like a real emo. And then when I boil it down to it, because I'm stood there in like skinny jeans and band merch and like uh, a cat hoodie from 10 years ago from Blue Banana, which is the uh, UK equivalent of Hot Topic for Americans and others who are listening outside the UK. um, And they'll be like, you just don't look emo. And then when I really boil it down, I'm like, right. So I'm not white and I don't have flippy white hair. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool,
0: cool. Uh, No, it used to be a real, it was a real struggle. So I went through two different phases um, because I was, I was going through a lot of my personal life. So I was becoming more and more fucked up in my MySpace time. It was like, (sighs) it was like, so so I went from, I started in MySpace being kind of emo. Mm -hmm. I ended MySpace being pure death metal and wanting death to all emos while still listening to emo bands
1: Mm
0: -hmm. secretly Mm. because that's that was the thing at the time like you didn't you didn't you couldn't say you listened to two types of bands
2: yeah
1: you were either or you were either in this scene or you were in this scene or you were fake Um, if you said you liked something else it's like well you're fake yeah oh I remember that yeah so that was a whole
0: thing so I had um I remember when I first joined I think I had I'm sure it's something like AFI or something like that as my, my song. And I had, <sighs> I managed to code this shit. Like, I can't concentrate on anything, like, at all. Um, but I managed to code and get black and pink sparkles <gasps> that would, like, rain Iconic. down.
2: Oh, oh, Iconic. My, it was, oh, my God. my with AFI playing in the background. I mean, <sighs> I want oh. this so bad. Like, when we talk about this, I get a nostalgia for something that I never experienced because I... When MySpace died, that's when I started to have my email face and I lived in the memory of that. And Tumblr tried to replicate that. Like you used to be able to customize your YouTube and your Tumblr background. Um, but I live in the memory of MySpace, I miss it so much, and I was I was never even there. Like I just I feel like I would thrive in that kind of environment. I already know that my song would have been like The Sky Under the Sea by Pierce the Veil, or The Lines by Beartooth, it would have been Black with Pink Sparkles and Hello Kitty, or Hello Goodbye, Here in Your Arms. That would have been my song because that was so early 2000s. Um, and I would have had flippy hair I would have bought five cans of hairspray I I would have thrived I feel like I was robbed I was born in the wrong generation I love how you have thought this out this like, is... a lot That wasn't just a, a random thought, was it? No. <laughs>
1: That's written down somewhere Do you know how
2: people used to be like I was born in the wrong generation I should have been born in the 70s That's me I was born in the wrong generation I should have been a 2000s kid But I wasn't Well, no, I was a kid in the 2000s <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a weird, weird time
0: at the time on MySpace because, like, I speak to a lot of people who were in that. Like, I started off, as I say, AFI. So AFI Miss Murder was my hmm. sparkles song. Absolute tune, by the way. Yeah. I never went through the him phase. Everyone was obsessed with him. I didn't like him. Him is a I...
2: band for people who don't know, not just some random
0: person. <laughs> and, but the, him has the best logo that's ever happened in the history of music. I'm just putting that out there. Argue with me, fight me. I'll take you down. She'll cancel you on Twitter. I'll cancel you on Twitter. But yeah, no, it was, so I speak to people um, who had this whole network and there was this big thing with like house parties and bands throwing, um, playing at house parties. And it was a, it was a huge thing on Mm. MySpace.
2: Mm. There's so many bands as well. I know we're going to become one of those podcasts, but there's so many bands that I look back in the early 2000s and the cultural impact they have now and like how they've changed the scene in their own ways is so like just interesting to me because there was the whole Screamo wave in the early 2000s and then you had like the echo of that, which was metalcore, emo, which was more like falling reverse, sleeping with sirens, Um, and warp tourcore. That's what I call it. I live for that era. Like I I wish I could have been 16 in 2014 crowd surfing at Walk tour to if you can't hang but i wasn't that's the, but you see i don't know
0: i don't know if you would have been if you would have been able to be the emo that you wanted to be and by the way if you're listening to this and you're of a certain age when we say emo you know we're talking the, the more modern way of emo we're not talking the old school emo we're talking
2: because. raw XD, monster cans Walk tour yeah. Yeah. pierce the veil monster energy depression
0: yeah, and some people don't like that because they're like, can we just talk about the fact that bands like Fall Out Boy or Pop Punk, they are not emo.
2: Oh, we're we're not gonna get into that. The only good just- emo is Midwestern emo. I'm like, please, I'm fed up. Okay, let me have my little, my little Raw XD bands and live. Okay. <laughs> it was really, it was a really funny time. Cause like I had the stripy gloves
0: as well. I had pink oh, and black stripy nice. gloves. Yeah. I had pink and black stripy gloves. I had a picture that I took from an above angle. Um, and i tried to cut myself a floppy fringe but i had curly (gasps) i have curly hair so you can't do that with with curly hair so i just looked like i was in the 80s band flock of seagulls (laughs) so it was it was a it was a very awkward time and then when you looked so awkward you wouldn't make friends and it was just a whole it was very very difficult so So I i wonder whether kids are like glorifying the way it used to be probably
1: right so I am um, transitioned so I was like obsessed with boy bands that weren't emo or pop punk like pop boy bands and I had about 42 posters of McFly and early journalists in my room and then I realized I'm actually want to be an emo now so I still had the posters up in my room so I was trying to take the above angle pictures when I like cut myself a fringe and like straightened it and hairsprayed it to my forehead and the rest of my <laughs> hair was really curly I had these really bad extensions and obviously my hair was curly oh but bad it, extensions yeah. were good it no, it it, it looked. I, I, no, it was awful, but you could tell it was emo because it was like the birds, the bird nest thing. And then you had the above angle with the fringe, but then the JLS and the McFly posters were in the background. And I was trying to be like a sleeping with sirens emo, and that's why no one added me on MySpace because it was. Really-
2: I, I want the strength and I want the strength and stability of emo kids who had that flippy hair bird nest like they that they they could carry the world on their shoulders with the they could put like a child in their hair i want that strength and stability in my life (laughs) there's always gorilla glue Oh. No, 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 no! But as you were as you were saying all that stuff, and I do think the younger generation glorify it because they never got to experience. it I know I glorify it. Like I know back then I wouldn't have enjoyed it. But so when you said stripy gloves, I bought stripy gloves, and and I have the the ripped jeans with like the fishnets on the inside. I have the monster. You mean you those when... aren't
0: in fashion anymore?
2: Or they've gone out they've, of fashion and come back in. They've come back in fashion. Right. Oh, I've like my life. I've been wearing them since 2010. <laughs> 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 um, and then I also do you remember the neon band merch, like everybody had yep. that band oh, yeah. merch where there was a monster throwing up, eating a bear, and yep. it's on fire yep. and it's in mm-hmm. a lake, in a pit. That, um, I have so many of them that I've bought recently. There is a nostalgia. Or cat hoodies, like hoodies with cat ears on with them. the
1: neon ears on yeah yeah, yeah. I've got some I've
2: loved I'm have i having the best time right now this is just this is so therapeutic for me <laughs> <laughs> see I
0: remember all that band merch and I remember because the, the main thing I remember about the days of, of myspace and I would love it if there are any um black or brown people who are listening and want to get in touch and tell me their experience because I'm talking about my experience here mm. as a brown person a black person on um on myspace but it might have been different for other people I just Ooh. know what, what my experience was, but yeah, those t-shirts were a big, big thing. And so I've got suicide Silence one still. That's <gasps> back. I loved suicide Silence, And in fact, and don't cancel me for this because get over it. Um, but I didn't like bring me the horizon at the time because I know, I know, I know, don't growl at me.
2: <laughs> because don't, don't see
0: Yasmin's about to like fully your nostrils fled right out but I didn't like bring me the horizon at the time because Ollie Sykes Ollie Sykes is one of the most amazing front men now and I can say that in in 2021 because of the way he's evolved and the mm. way he's moved with the times but back in those years he really harnessed Mitch Lucker from Suicide Silence wait what do you mean? So, like, basically, Mitch <laughs> Lucker had... He was one of the the main guys at the time. And often the Suicide Science music was discredited because it, was, it wasn't taken seriously as heavy enough because Mitch was very, very pretty. RIP mm. Mitch. He died in a motorcycle accident. Um, It'll be 10 years next year. It's so sad. He wow. had this, like, way of performing on stage. There was, like, a certain look that he had with his tattoos. And at the time um I haven't done enough research into this in 2021 to be able to get this right or not but (laughs) at the time I didn't like him because I was so defensive over Mitch Lucker, and that's how you would get you'd get so defensive over one scene that you would hate anyone from another scene that you thought was copying your scene and I'm not saying that's right I'm not defending it in 2021 I'm just saying that's where my head my weird little head (laughs) was at
2: No, but do you remember it happened all the time. Like everybody thought everybody pinned Justin Bieber and Blackville Brides against each other, even though I'm pretty sure Andy Biersack did not know that Justin Bieber existed back then. But you'd always see those memes like Justin Bieber is fake music, real music is BVB. And it's the people making these memes that didn't even like neither of the parties involved gave a shit about the other. But it was always people feeling the need to be like, I'm real heavy. I listen to Knives and Pens by Blackville Brides, and I still do. I still do, but those memes were stupid. Same with, like, the swag versus emo debacle, where it was, like, yeah. are you a swag kid? Or are you an emo kid? And if you were both, you were, like, uh, a descendant of God, basically. Yeah, it was
0: so tribal.
2: and
1: You I were feel so like... hung up on it as well, like, yeah. so hung up on it that it was, like, life or death, and you had to be so committed. <laughs> it was like a cult. Like, you had to be committed to the, whatever cult you were in, and you couldn't talk to anyone else, and, like, it was crazy. It's crazy.
0: I went down the metal cult you see that was like my ends my ends yeah and um <laughs> I remember I remember being like called an emo by me- lots of metalheads because I used to wear Black Dahlia Murder t-shirts mm. and like Black Dahlia Murder were found by Metal Blade Records on MySpace God I'm nerdy sometimes do you ever sometimes say facts and you think where the hell have I got these facts from but they're just in my brain yeah. um can't remember like my pin number or anything important but I can definitely remember that um yeah they were found by metal blade records um, on myspace and because they were doing really well on myspace but they were one of the first heavy bands they were put in the deathcore category but i will say that they are death metal um they were put in that category of not real metal because they just had colorful t-shirts and it was that Um, straight no one could comment on their music it was just crazy they had the brightly colored t-shirts oh uh, and yeah. if you were real metal you had like black and white print with <laughs> like dying and maybe cannibal corpse t-shirts because they'd have some red in it or something like muted colors with a bit of red oh my god it's just but, yeah, so funny it's
1: so funny looking yeah. back at <laughs> so it now and how much it evolved like it was like people in their like late teens and 20s not talking to each other because of what kind of myspace cult they're in it's just so funny or like the style of their hair like you remember when certain groups of people like where where i was from in essex there was this clock tower and all a certain group of certain emos used to go around this clock tower and then the other goths would go at another time and you couldn't be there at the same time because you'd get pushed (laughs) away from the clock tower and then people would go on my space and talk about it or like the length of your jacket they had like or the punks used to come and then the punks couldn't be there with the goths because they used to like throw things at them and throw bread at them and then the goths would hit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now End's a crazy place guys so crazy. i
2: can just imagine being a goth and having some punks throw fucking bread at you like you're a duck
1: <laughs> quack, quack. Yeah, but they you used to hiss emo. back as well and i used to stand there like really confused in my weird like am i a scene kid am i emo kid am i just this weird kid that loves jls i don't know and i was just standing there watching it all like oh, do you see, everyone
0: was feeling that yeah maybe do you think everyone was going am i into this am i into that and they just didn't want to admit it
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I was. Yeah, I've yeah. so many different, like, crews, or tried to get in so many different crews. I was like, am, am, I, am I a pop-punk kid? Am I, am I a goth? Am I an emo? Then I was, like, really angry and just wore, like, loads of black eyeliner and just didn't talk to anyone for <laughs> three months. And I was just like...
2: That's the best phase.
1: But, Describe um... Me now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I find with scene politics, though, the great thing is that, like it it never changes like we're still stuck like it's it's a great thing but it's also really depressing that we're still stuck here because now you'll get people like you can't listen to old bring me the horizon like you you're a poser cuz you listen to Sam paternal and it's yeah, like
1: but is there old men with cows on their head on tiktok that are saying that yeah it is it's it's
2: guys in their 30s now who are like i got bullied for listening to old bring me the horizon no kyle you got bullied because you sat on graves and hissed at people and your hair looked like a fucking bird's nest (laughs) let's not lie oh no Um, bring me the horizon were fake metal oh no i remember i remember it was you you don't know real metal you pussy core band yeah they were fake They were fake, and that's how I felt about
0: them. Like I was like, I am. I listen to Suicide Silence. I don't listen to the fake Mitch Lucker, and that's how I was. And like, I love Bring me the Horizon now. And and I think it, for me, it was when I first heard um, "Can You Feel My Heart." <gasps> yes. That was the song that I was just like, okay, I need to like, I need to sort out my old school thinking. And I honestly believe, right? He's a deep cut. Um, I feel that it's people. Um, like me and my age who had those thoughts back in the myspace days who aren't black and female so managed to actually get quite um high up in rock (laughs) (laughs) so all of the men then um got themselves high paid jobs where they influence everything but they still have those old school that old school mentality of this is rock this isn't rock and i feel that they've passed that on and passed that down and that's why they don't embrace new genres and the evolution of but, rock.
2: Then the problem is now that like, they don't want to embrace these bands and these bands are doing better than the same bands you keep championing from 10 years ago that have gone nowhere.
1: It's like, which is just... why it doesn't make sense. We need it to move make with sense. the times, move with the times, move Ex- with me. the
2: times. America explain. I don't know if you've ever seen that volume. that's like America explain, but it reminds me of that. Um, but yeah, no, Sophie, I've just realised we wouldn't... We, no, you didn't understand that, did you? Didn't understand Yikes that. not okay. <laughs> my genziers, I know you've got my back. Um, what makes me laugh, I've just realised we wouldn't have got along back in the day because I was fully like a pierce the veil and bring me the horizon, aren't pussy Court, you just don't get it. Vic Fuentes is a complicated man with emotions. I hate metal fuck you guys and I used to cry and be like my music is real music so we wouldn't have got along (laughs) oh god we
0: would have been enemies and you know what the worst part was right let's let's just be I am not condoning this at all okay when I was when I was younger I when I was really stressed out traumatic childhood we won't go into that that's another episode in itself um but I went through a a self-harm phase which I think Mm. a lot of people did And so there was always this. So I always and I don't know why I'm laughing at this because it's kind of dark, but I always used to have to like hide my wrist where there's a few cuts where people and I'd go, yeah, fucking emos. Just go and cut your wrist. (laughs) Because that was the thing. You'd always make fun of like emos as if they were like really mentally challenged and had mental health problems. But you didn't. You were fine because you were metal.
1: Don't you think that's so fucked up? Like imagine so now imagine now going, <laughs> I bet you cut yourself. You'd be like, Oh my god, are you all right? But back then, in like twenty ten, it's like, how <laughs> you cut yourself, that's hilarious, emo. Like oh, how no, it weird really is was that? like it I, used I to be a joke. You'd say to I someone, know, you'd go, yeah.
0: Oh, you fucking emo, why don't you go slash your wrists and tell someone else about it? Like that was a
2: joke and <laughs> now say that that's now.
1: Like, it's crazy. I'm you so just like,
2: you, world evolved. You're rehashing yeah. all the trauma that I got in high school. <laughs> Because people used to be like, yeah um people used to be like your wrists look like a birthday cake because they've got so many cuts and i was like oh gonna go cry in the bathroom now but i didn't care i had i had caleb shomo caleb shomo's got my back i ain't got nobody i got caleb shomo um but yeah people used to say that to me all the time and especially um because like my experience of emo is kind of caught in the in-between of like i remember myspace but i had my full-on emo face to tumblr that was then romanticized and glorified on tumblr and people would post pictures of their self-harm scars, of their, uh, like, you know, eating disorders and stuff. Tumblr, and was... yeah, I remember it, yeah. that,
0: showing off, yeah. like, showing off your scars. As, yeah, It wasn't in a, hey, I've done some, I've been to see a therapist and now I don't do this anymore. It was like a, hey,
2: look how much more I'm emo than you are. It yeah. is so complicated. Yeah. It is so complicated. My scars are so deep, man. And it was so bad. Or like they yeah. put a quote from Skins. Oh, my God. Skins oh, Skins. has skins <laughs> ruined a generation, <laughs> including myself. Skins. I was like, Yes. I want to be effie at 14, doing drugs, having sex, and losing my life. And uh, now I realise that was
1: really unfamiliar. She was like an icon, though, for like all yeah. of the same generation. It's like, yeah, oh my God, I just want to get like really drunk in a park and just like, have loads of sex <laughs> and just hurt myself. And it's like, wow, such an inspiration. <laughs> Isn't that the show that they tried to remake in America
0: and it just did not translate?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just, it was, that it was and the office shows. that went down like a sack of shit in America. That, they
0: love that in America. Yeah, oh, God, it's awful they love the american office oh, but yeah oh. skins just did not translate my favorite bit about tumblr though that um not many people talk about and i will do a tiktok about it at some point when i start doing tiktoks um when you get time google tumblr goths in trees that was my favorite <gasps> tumblr account
2: yes. I've seen it
0: in the history of Tumblr, and I don't know why goths used to back in those days just climb trees and have
2: photo shoots in trees. <laughs> so iconic! They still do. They still do. The goth kids today, they'll be they'll
1: be climbing trees, getting up in there. I don't blame oh, them. No. <laughs> gothsuptrees.net, If anyone listening, oh, it's still to look there. It okay. <gasps> oh, it is absolutely
0: iconic. Well, wait, are they still? Because no offense, right? But Gen Z's fu- really confused. Um, And I feel like people say emo and goth when they, like, I don't feel like the goths today are what I assume goths are. I feel like people just call themselves a goth if they've got, like, gothic fashion, so they dress all in black.
2: Yeah. I think... um... There's like a divide with Gen Z at the moment. So Gen Z is currently eating itself alive because there's half Sounds of the Sounds like community... the metal scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Literally, you passed it down to us because oh, you're yeah. going to hear this and be like, this happened back in the day. So um, a lot of older Gen Zs who are my age, around like 19 to 23, I think that's a off point, um, they'll say to younger Gen Z, you guys call this emo, but you don't know, real emo, even though... I can say from experience, I was not alive when Myspace was really like thriving. I can't remember it. I, c- I just can't. Like there's bands who are from the Myspace era that existed before I was even alive. Um, but they'll say that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> they just make me feel really depressed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just now just want to eat a whole birthday cake with a fork. <laughs> I'm sorry. But um they'll say all this shit and they'll say it for goth and punk as well. Like you guys don't know real goth. This is real goth. And they'll push like traditional goth or traditional emo. But newer Gen Z kids are trying to create a new wave of emo and a new wave of goth. So like the new wave of emo for Gen Z is like emo rap and trap metal and stuff like that. Um and e-girlism, e-girls, e-boys, whatever that's whatever that is. Um yeah. Wait, that's, what's the uh, difference between an emo? and an e-girl or e I think e-girl is the next phase of emo. So it takes the dark aesthetics of emo, um, like wearing razor blades as earrings to embrace like the sadness and like wear it as a stamp of pride. I don't know. Um, and it, it's just kind of more sickly and lovely. So there's like- so it's more like it's more Japanese influence, isn't that- it? A little bit, a kind yeah. of like Hello Kitty style
0: alternative.
2: Yeah, like is it like Hel- those t- alternative people who dress
0: brightly coloured, and then you get
2: the alternative people who dress all in black? It's a mix of the two. So it's Hello Kitty, but she's stabbing somebody. That is the best example of it. So kids I could give Mark a- Ryden, <laughs> artist
0: Mark Ryden, is e-girl, and then kind of what we
2: would have classed as seen is emo now. Yeah, because that's kind of so there'll be there'll be kids on uh, TikTok who are like I'm emo, and they have candy bracelets, and I'm like that was. A specifically Same. a scene thing but it's yeah. kind of emo and scene are blending into one now so it's That's taking the best parts of both right. and the nostalgic older gen z's like myself are like i'm emo even though i have seen clothing and i call myself emo because i'm a poser um we we blend the two in together because we we miss it so much but younger gen z's are pushing this e-girl e-boy stuff and you know they get a lot of flack but if, if you're enjoying being an e-girl or an e-boy I don't, have a fucking good time. Have a good time. Do what you got to do. Put the heart stamps on your face. Say that Hello Kitty says a cab because that's their big thing. That, Hello Kitty says a cab. Hello Kitty says she can't even speak. She's a fucking cat. <laughs> but, wow. but um okay yeah no as long as you're enjoying yourself I don't hate you kids that much because I remember when everyone used to hate on me for being an emo and be like you don't know real music you pussy yes
0: that (laughs) would have been me I'm so sorry (laughs) it's okay
2: (laughs) I wouldn't have done it online
0: I just did it I only ever did it in defense when people would go like people would call me an emo and
2: I go I'm not fucking emo listen
0: to my sugar I was like, I thought you were gonna say I did it
2: in person and I would have been like, Oh, okay, you would have just came up to me to show and be like, Fuck you, emo poser.
0: (laughs) Oh no, because secretly I was an emo. Secretly I was a scene kid and an emo, and I was just into everything, but you had to pick one identity and stick to it and
1: I, at the time, just assumed that... Metal head- I was so confused. I was just so... I think this is why I was never really in an actual clan and was just on my own, because I was like, but I like everything. Why can't I like everything? And it was so hard to pretend to be something. It was just all very confusing for me. Mm. For me, I know that I probably... No,
0: I was about to say something that will probably get me cancelled, and it's actually a lie. I was going to say it for comedy effect, so... Um, but... <laughs> I mean, you can edit it out. <laughs> I probably got into metal because the guys were hotter. Because, like, I'm six I'm six foot. Have you seen how thick <sighs> my thighs are? What the fuck am I going to do with a spindly little emo boy? I'll grind his pelvis to dust. Absolute
2: slander. I would I could, give no, my life right, for them no. scrawny little emo no, 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 boys. No, no, no. I'd you, die for in, them. If
0: you, if you went to metal, they were men.
2: Oh, I don't and care. In
0: emo, they were, like... They were very
1: androgynous, slender boys in general. But they were just on... Don't you find that those types were on the whole Myspace thing a bit more than the metal people were? Every time I think of Myspace, I just think of scrawny... Scrawny little band dudes with flippy hair. That's all I saw. I never saw the other side of it.
0: So this is my realm. This is okay. Go. Okay. Okay. Thrives. And I used to go to these gigs. So my favorite bands at the time were Job for a Cowboy, and I was absolutely in love with the singer. Um, And I'll never forget the day I first interviewed him um, because I set up a MySpace TV channel, right? Because my hero. (gasps) What? That's so cool. This presenter called Metal Sanas was the only woman who was doing video interviews and she was out in the us so i decided i wanted to be the uk version and she'd like she was always dressed in all leather and she had this graphic i think where she walked away from a car that was exploding or something like that in her <laughs> in her intro <laughs> i think she <laughs> i think she looks after bands now i think she's like a manager or something i um, love you <laughs> She, yeah she was a bad badass and so I wanted to be like her and because I worked in tv I, and you didn't have phones on smartphone you didn't have cameras on smartphones and things like to make video that was good enough to be uploaded so I got my friends from the telly world to go and shoot interviews for me and I mean I can find it for you there's a job for a cowboy interview where I sat I wore the tightest clothes I had the smallest skirt and the camera hmm. is right in front of me so the whole time all you can see is up my skirt oh my Christ! Um, <laughs> and that's all the comments were about um but yeah so also, <laughs> I love my it my fans were job for a cowboy annotations of an autopsy were another one that I loved black dahlia murder were another one so I was in that kind of
2: that world. I loved anything. Oh, Whitechapel. Oh my God. Do, am I just talking bands that you guys don't know? I know them, but like it's so crazy because that was the complete opposite of me. Mine was like either Hello Goodbye, Girls Like Boys, um, A Lessener, uh, I Set My Friends on Fire. I see stars, um, pierce the veil, sleep with your sirens, bring me the yeah. horizon, ask Alexandria, attack, attack. And I interviewed Attack Attack as well, and I had one of those moments where I was like, oh my god, I like <laughs> so much. Um, but my equivalent of like interviewers at that time to take example from was the <laughs> was Brian Stars. <laughs> you uh, idolized Brian Stars. Uh, I did idolize idolized. Brian Stars. He was a pillock. Stop it. Sophie, what's your porn star name?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I used to watch his interviews, um, and I actually thought it was interesting because he asked different questions. But he was—he
1: really pissed bands off, didn't he? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Where is he? Now? Didn't he get cancelled? He got cancelled, then tried to come back. I watched a documentary about him. He was cancelled real bad, and then tried to come back again, but then no one wanted to have him interview them. So he just tried wow. and then failed and gave up. I don't even know where Brian Stars is I now. I can tell you the life story of Brian Stars. I—I just that man
2: changed the scene for better do or worse. You, <laughs> do you think he made money from it? Because, like, at the time, I don't know. You didn't have adverts, like. i don't know he so i fully have the whole life story of brian stars i want to one day sit down and do a video of a journalist reacting to his videos because it's just so interesting i think we should do it on the podcast but um so brian can we can don't just throw that out there can we legitimately play clips of brian stars interviews and brian stars reacts yeah because because there is an interview that he did with andrew wetzel and katev of attack attack they're no, not an attack anymore, but um, he did it when they were in attack, attack back in the day, and immediately, fifteen seconds in, it's something like um, Brian goes, "What are we attacking? Attack, attack!" And Andrew goes, <gasps> "This interview," and it's just so <laughs> fucking awful.
0: And then also, know. that was this humor at the time. Do you remember? Because like so there was there was an interviewer. I so the thing that got me into rock presenting, no word of a lie, and it got me like venomously angry is I saw an interview because you used to have loads of music TV channels on at yeah. the time yeah. yeah and so you'd have these MySpace bands on these TV channels and I was watching it and Enter Shikari came on uh. and this guy goes so it's Enter Shitake <laughs> I'm making a mushroom joke in case you don't know what Shitake is um, and it just wasn't funny it just <laughs> didn't land but there was this weird thing of humor of people trying
2: to like one-up each other with smart ass comments with the humor Uh, at the time. I know and Brian was the worst. Brian had so many interviews that were just like, do you know, I have to give him credit like those kind of, for people who don't know Brian Stars was a uh, YouTuber personality back in the day and he used to do interviews and that's how he started um, and originally he came from TV so his first interviews are like proper TV packages where like there's like, really? pieces of camera, he was really good Honestly, Sophie if you watch his yeah. early interviews you'll see that he used to work in like local yeah. TV and um, there's like a, a piece to camera, he's interviewing people it cuts to like a, a B, B-roll footage of the stage and the band and oh my god, it, it, it's actually good like there's like a semblance of good journalism there yeah and then he started doing these interviews online and realized because brian stars i'll give him credit came up in a time where everything happened all at the same time like he came up in the perfect little gap of the scene he came up when fan culture was booming because myspace died i'm gonna have a fucking nerd out moment here he came up when myspace died so people needed fan culture so they went to youtube he came up when all these new bands of metalcore were coming out and the old metalheads and the old dogs thought they were shit and didn't think they were real metal. So they wanted to be taken seriously and they would take any interview they would. And he also lived in the buttfuck middle of nowhere. So he could get all these interviews because no one else was around. So he would give bands like Ask Alexandria or Falling in Reverse a chance because he'd give these people a chance because no one else will. All these big metal magazines wouldn't. Um, but the interviews were just so bad, but they worked at the time because they're built into fan culture because you wanted right. to know what Danny Warsnop's yeah. porn star name was. You wanted to know what Ronnie Radke's favourite colour was. Oh my God, it's blue. <laughs> Me too. Ah! Um, and I look back now and I think they're shit. But at the time, I would religiously watch those interviews. But also they weren't shit because I remember going, when I
0: first started presenting within Rock Properly and I'd get to go to festivals and things I remember it got to the point where PRs would bring their bands if somebody had pissed off their band I saw it happen once someone pissed off their band and they brought the band to me to like chill the band out because I would have a laugh with them um whereas especially within metal interviews were always very serious like and even asking something like what's your guilty pleasure was not mm. a done thing. You did not admit your guilty pleasure back then. And it was very much a guilty pleasure. So like, I remember one of the interviews I did um, with Black Dahlia Murder, um, I I was asking him, uh, which I'm, do you know what? I'm not even gonna tell you, cause no I have to, cause now I've said it. I was <laughs> this is probably totally, it was okay at the time or it felt okay, but I guess now it's not. So I was playing a game of shag, marry, avoid, Oh, okay, yeah with him is that is that controversial that game? I mean yes
1: when when <laughs> was this interview? When did you do the interview? because that was like a known like that was what like in the Brian stars era, asking them questions, that's what like two thousand and mean, like did. ten kids want to see like that's what I've like, religiously watched on YouTube or whatever, but now it's like, come on now dude, it's like, like
0: oh God, cringe yeah. It was early I think it was early 2000s and I did um, okay, not early 2000s, early late was maybe around
1: 2010. That would make sense. Because that was I did like the style at the time, wouldn't it?
0: Shag oh, marry, yeah. Kill. And I remember because he said he wanted to kill Nickelback.
1: <laughs> oh, let's not start on Nickelback again. Um and it was and it was
0: it was I don't know whether to put this out because now I'm thinking I don't want to get cancelled for saying Shag marry, avoid. Um no, you won't. Anyway,
1: another episode, another cancellation is fine. But it was it was cool at the time to joke about killing people (laughs) it's the same as the emo thing like the wrist thing like you just say it so openly and like it was okay but now I think we've like what in the last 10 years we've we've got a bit of clarity on people's feelings and what might hurt someone's feelings and what isn't okay not everyone's you know evolved yet but we're getting there I think 2010 you're just raucous we
0: were so busy trying to protect anybody from seeing that our feelings were hurt that we just spent the whole time trying to show hey don't hurt my feelings by judging me judge the fucking emos and it was always <laughs> like just trying to pr- pass the buck and that's why and this is a hot take i know not many people are going to agree with this but um jamila jamil yeah. who yeah. was in the good place but she used to present t4 back in the day
1: yeah
0: which yeah. was a show on one of our main stations on channel four and it was like kind of um if you're in your teens, early 20s, it was the show you'd watch. Mm. And people have started dragging up old clips of her taking the piss out of Kim Kardashian as a reason to cancel her. But like, that was the humor at the time and it doesn't make it right. But I'm sure she wouldn't do that today. I don't know. Now I've gone into cancel culture, but just...
2: <laughs> <laughs> we will, uh, we'll definitely touch on cancel culture yeah. in a future episode because there's a lot to get into, and we've already been cancelled a shitload of times. But I think the great <laughs> thing time. is oh, every fucking episode, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cancel <laughs> me, bitch. Do, do it again. Shit. Do it again, be- bitch. Be- 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 take a shot every time we've been cancelled. Um, but uh, oh god, we'd actually get alcohol uh, poisoning. I would day. die. <laughs> but. And the great thing is, I think people look at it in a bad way, but I think we've just evolved, like, over time, mm. especially with social media, there's been this platform where now, like, minorities can vocalise opinions that they didn't, especially in alternative music, we didn't have a place ten years ago we weren't listened to, nobody took us seriously, there was nobody working on alternative music at high levels, and now you've got the boss bitch, Sophie K, oh, repping it for all of us. But now, we can stand on these platforms and say, actually, this is offensive, and... Yeah. I think when you look back 10 years ago, I'm sure that Brian Starr's interviews 10 years ago dropped the N-word, said the F-slur and were disgusting mm-hmm. and that's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay. But there's so many bands in those interviews who do that and it's like they probably, I don't want to say they didn't know, but it was so normalized at the time they just said it because they were like, hey, yeah, I'm yeah. cool. huh." it's like now they look back same with the bands who made misogynistic music back in the day about how women's are bitches and whores not that i'm excusing any of that behavior because it was wrong not that we're calling out a tiller but we are oh oh my god capture the crown i love capture the crown so much but that song they wrote you call that a knife this is a knife is the most misogynistic music ever and i fucking love it it slaps you so know, bad. I've never listen to the song i know i mean you know, i've listened to the song i've never read the lyrics <laughs> listen to it and uh, read them read them read them please read them read it's, right. Um... You're, you're,
0: you're right because the difference is and i feel that what a lot of people need to realize is it's not the same as when people just dated 14 year olds it was just the thing people did back in the day so no, rock and roll it no it's illegal not. it was literally illegal um mm. so whether they did it or not is irrelevant because it was illegal it's never been okay to sleep with children but making fun of people you shouldn't have it was a lot more racist so I might have made fun of emos but people were making racist jokes left right center and the worst part was I didn't even notice them because I didn't even have the awareness myself in my race to be able to see that that was wrong or offensive and that's probably Mm -hmm. the case for a lot of black and brown people who got into alternative music they didn't realize how racist it actually but low-key racism it wasn't like there were a few nazis walking up and calling the n-bomb but it it wasn't everywhere
2: yeah, no, and I think as well, it's situational. So like a lot of the bands at the time, and this may seem like us being like, excusing this behaviour. um, But a lot of the bands at the time had this unconscious privilege that was never addressed. So yeah. I don't understand how they could have known that they were being like, subtly racist, sexist or homophobic because it was never addressed at the time. Like Mm -hmm. racism existed, sexism existed, but the industry was so fucking misogynistic at the time. Bands were reeling in it. They couldn't, they did not, there was no women who had high positions at the time who made them aware. And now we've evolved. I think it's a bit, it's hard because I have this moral dilemma of, well, people should do better, but we can't hold what happened 10 years ago to the standard of where we are today. As long as these people have gone, actually I wrote misogynistic music 10 years ago. And I'm not going to do that anymore. That's yeah. cool. But if they're yeah. still raging misogynists, you can fucking choke.
0: <laughs> mm. Apart from Attila. excuse <laughs> them.
2: Wait, you need to listen to Capture the Crown because the lyrics are you're nothing more than a self-centered whore. How does it feel, bitch? I'd ask where you've been. But where w- would you know where to begin? I love that I know this off by heart. Um, but, we, talk, uh, we talk like
0: that about people. Like, And it's the same even if you look at Paramore. And the lyrics um, to Misery
2: Business and the fact that Hayley Williams has now pulled that song. Yeah. I have a whole thing about this. I think at the time as well, people like you had to be a pick me girl back in the day. You had to. You had to be like the guys. You had to have the big balls. You had to be like, Mm -hmm. I'm not like Mm -hmm. other girls. And now you wouldn't do that because there's women in this industry. Yeah who yeah. don't make you feel like you have to be this elitist and hate on women because they like girly stuff because I'm punk, I like punk stuff I'm a real, a real girl Um, now you don't have to do that but back in the day Hayley Williams, even Avril Lavigne's skater boy uh, or no, girlfriend is a girlfriend, little bit a yeah. little bit misogynistic mm. but I don't blame those women because they were in a climate where they were taught that you have to act like that or nobody's going to take you seriously and if you yeah. don't act like a big ballsy boy then people are going to seriously take advantage of you and try yeah. to sexually assault you so i um
0: i was talking to i was talking to my boyfriend about myspace days and i was like tell me about myspace and he said i didn't tend to really use it but this also ties into what you were just saying yasmin um and i said why and he said because i broke up with a girl and her friend made a fake profile about me and my (laughs) first instinct i went what did you do to her that was my first. <laughs> thing. That, that's how the narrative has changed. I didn't go, bitch, whore. I went, what the fuck did you do to her? And that's how the narrative of how women think about each other and ourselves has changed. If mm, yeah. a woman's acting crazy, I want to know what what somebody
1: did to hurt her. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, that's that's where it's changed. Whereas before, I'd be like, yeah, they're all crazy. I'm different. Don't you know yeah. I'm different? Women are
1: different. so mad. Like, let me love you because I'm not like the others. And no, like, shut up. Do you know what's funny?
2: I used to say I'm not like other girls. <laughs> and I'm not like other girls because I'm not a girl. That's the whole, yeah. That's... <laughs> Whoa. I was right this whole time. Whoa.
0: Whole time. <laughs> you know what I nearly did in my space days? Oh. Um, because... This was super fashionable. Okay. I was going to get a chess piece. Because <gasps> that was the thing at the time and I think those might come back. But yeah, as uh, you'd get a chess piece. But then so of for me
1: it, go on, Alex. What would Can you be, get the chess piece of, you any tattoo of? Um <laughs> Skulls and Roses. No, I was literally about to say <laughs> no! Skulls and Roses. Owls. <laughs> Of course you are. I nearly got a Playboy bunny, so that's really uncalled for. So this <sighs> don't do. No, that. they've
2: come back. They've come back. No, we're not I, doing that. This close. Me. But for my generation, um, like on Tumblr and living through emo Tumblr, you would either have a La dispute flower tattoo, or you'd have a collide with the sky girl on your thigh, and I was this. Close when I turned eighteen to getting a full collide with the sky thigh piece. I didn't. Didn't,
0: didn't your lot have stars though? Aren't you a lot the
2: the
0: the reason stars were
2: a thing? Yes, on the side it of
1: your face. Tattoos. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry if you've got stars. I'm sorry because I, I think want everyone has stars. stars. I had drunkenly had stars. I had three on my on my ribs. I was like, I'm gonna be really cool. So I'm, I was like, I was <laughs> when I was working in Greece, and I was like, I want them shaded because it's gonna be really cool. I'm gonna like relive really my youth he done three and just coloured one in black. And I was so drunk at the time. I was like, that's so cool. We'll stop there. And now to this day, I've just got one coloured install. on my <laughs> rib and it's really pathetic.
2: <laughs> do you have any band tattoos? Sorry to like digress, but um, do you have any band tattoos from your MySpace era? Like a band that you listened to from that era that you got tattooed on you because you loved them so much? Because I do. But that you didn't listen to in that era though? No, I did listen to them in that oh, era. You did? Yeah, like back oh. in the day. Technically I did. Who is it? It's kind of showy. I have a Betty tattoo, it is. <laughs> and of I course. have a, a, a "the sadness will never end" tattoo that I need to finish on my arm uh, from *Suicide Season* by *Bring Me the
1: Horizon*. So I have two. Yeah, no shame.
0: Wow. All oh, right, so it's just me it? then?
1: Fuck me, no, right? No, not not band tattoos. I've got a lot of like I regret, like this, the Lego man of my ex on my leg. That's about you know <laughs> eight inches big. But you know, apart from that regret, um, no, no, no band tattoos. I've got watched. an Opeth tattoo. Have <gasps> you. Ooh
0: because there was a whole phase as well where you'd get opeth tattoos that was like the cool one to have like the O.
2: yeah
0: um but I'm I was obsessed with opeth so I got an opeth tattoo and the lyrics um from one of their tracks
2: shout out to everybody because there was also a trend in like 2016 of getting the bring me the horizon umbrella on you so shout out to every email morpho who has that everywhere i'm gonna get that on the tramp stamp as well i'm a growing back tramp stamp (laughs) no one
1: tattoo yasmin's back
2: my boyfriend is a tattoo artist so this is really dangerous game
1: we're playing here guys this week um words of words of wisdom yes words of wisdom Uh, i've got one quick okay go on then yeah never get a banned tramp stamp (laughs) <laughs> you took mine <laughs> but if you want to follow me it's at Holker on Instagram and on Twitter but I had to jump in before Yasmin says something <laughs> ridiculous like get one
2: <laughs> fine then I'll be responsible my words of wisdom are: there is no shame in regressing into your emo phase regardless of how old you are because it's fun and you can follow me at, at Yasmin Suman on Instagram and then at Yasmin Suman X on Twitter and TikTok and my
0: words of wisdom are be more MySpace. and when i say that i mean you don't have to post on social every single day to feel validated um i'm probably only saying that because i suck at posting on social media <laughs> um so be more MySpace. um so my if you want to follow me i do rant a lot on twitter it's at i am sophie k and at i am sophie k on instagram and one day i will t- post on tiktok at <laughs> i am sophie kx and if you want to follow the podcast it's at we wear black pod over on twitter and instagram <laughs> twitter and instagram um myspace that is it what a time what a time yeah to be alive or
2: That's
1: not <laughs> yeah or not just to what a time not existent
2: not not remember it but i wish i was there
0: You were listening to On Wednesday's We Wear Black. Please like, rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Heavy Network, the Nova Twins for the badass
1: music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.